Hello, and welcome to another episode of Parenting Counterintuitively, where your hosts, Tammy and Josh Stevens. As an intro, we just want to um, give you a little background of who we are. We have three adult children. We have two children-in-laws and four grandchildren. We're not perfect, and we've made a lot of mistakes. But one of the things that we enjoy about putting together this podcast is, as we've learned throughout the years, uh, we would love to share these with you as our listeners and Um, Hopefully, it'll just help you to be a little bit more intentional. Today's episode is about teaching your kids to talk to strangers. Stay tuned for what we mean by that and how you may or may not want to apply this strategy with your kids. Before we get started, our standard disclaimer, this is not the foundations of parenting. Uh, You can go to Focus on the Family for that. There's lots of great resources on how to keep your kids fed and safe and all those things. Um, but we, what we want to do is challenge your thinking, encourage intentionality, and challenge what may seem intuitive. Okay, back to today's topic. Talk to strangers. This one seems to almost cross the line from counterintuitive to dangerous. Aren't strangers supposed to be avoided for real safety reasons? Well, yes and no. Kids definitely need to be wary of strangers hanging out with free candy in a van about a half a mile or so from the school. We're definitely not advocating that we teach kids to have a blind trust of any random person. So this is going to be a really short episode then. So kids shouldn't talk to strangers. The end. Thanks for tuning in today. Hold on, hold on. Saying that kids shouldn't accept rides from strangers or that they should be wary of anything that seems too good to be true is different from not talking to strangers. We talk every time on this podcast that our goal is not about having good kids, but it's about equipping them to become successful adults. At what point does that switch flip where we expect them to start acting like an adult and when it comes to interacting with someone that they really maybe don't know? Most parents do try to introduce their kids to interact with a cashier at a store um, when they're making an economic decision, like you know we talked about in episode 9, where we're advocating to take a step beyond that. Just because someone's not standing behind a counter or wearing a uniform doesn't mean that they're inherently um, dangerous. At some point, we will expect our adult children to be able to interact with random people. Places like work, at university, in the neighborhood, at the park, or anywhere in their community. How are they going to be able to do that if they've never had experience interacting with people as they grow up? You mentioned the park. That reminds me of an example of how we did this one time with our two older kids. They were about 10 and 4 years old. We were at our local park, and the kids really wanted to play tag with me, but I was tired and wanted to rest. I thought this would be a good time to let them exercise some resourcefulness, rely on the kindness of strangers, and, at the same time, give me a few extra minutes. I told them they would need to say please in five different languages, and then I would play with them. They already knew English, of course, and the eldest had enough Spanish in school to know por favor. But I volu- And I volunteered to tell them that Pajalsta is please in Russian. So they needed to find and remember two more. I should have made it more challenging because it didn't take more than a couple minutes for them to find other people in the immediate vicinity that knew German and French. The point is that when kids are initiating the interaction, they're learning that people are people. They can choose some non-scary people to interact with and have a positive experience and prepare them for success with people in the future. Speaking of the future... 
That 10-year-old in the park is now a 30-year-old with her own family, and she joins us today. Let's hear from her about how she remembers this concept growing up and how it may have helped her in her adulthood. Sam, please introduce yourself and tell our audience about how we messed up your childhood. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm Samantha, their oldest daughter. Um, thinking back to the park experience, I think we, um, we were a little confused at first. Obviously, this wasn't a lesson that we were thinking we were being taught. We just wanted to get Dad to play with us. But um, now that I'm grown up and have my own children and uh, run a couple of businesses and been on the board of uh, Chamber of Commerce and JCs, and I'm admittedly very introverted and uh, had to push myself to the limits on all of these different things to be able to be a successful business owner. And I think the experience at the park had a lot to do with those experiences and other like that, except I would have never attributed it to that because they were just small moments growing up. So in between like the, the time at the park when we were, when you were 10 and the time where now you're a successful business owner, you have to interview people that come in off the street, you have to interact with public. Um, was there times growing up where this also like seemed like, oh, your friend's had a hard time reaching out and talking to people and there was an opportunity for you to go, oh, I can do that. Yeah, I can think of one example off the top of my head. When we were teenagers, it was exam week and uh, we were just went to the park to hang out before our next exams and a uh, police car pulled up and was just kind of sitting there watching us and everybody else was scared and like, wow, should we leave or should we, you know, I'm like, well, I'll just go talk to him. We hadn't done anything wrong, so... What's the harm in going to talk to the guy and seeing what's up? Sam, thank you so much for joining us and uh, for sharing your upbringing on um, kind of one of the stories that we remember and how it's implemented or how it was implemented as a child and how you actually um, saw it occur kind of through your teen years and into your adulthood and now into your parenting and business ventures. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, as always, we like to have the foundation of all the things that we talk about uh, grounded in the Bible, and obviously this is no exception. There's lots of Bible verses around hospitality and helping one another. The one that came to mind um, in this particular topic for me was Hebrews 13, 1 and 2 that says, Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. The point is that community, hospitality, and care for one another is important. It's going to be important when they're adults, and they need to practice it when they're kids, too. So as our listeners know, we like to give you some of those practical takeaways. So our challenge to you as we um, kind of unpack how to talk to strangers in our different age groups with our younger kids, you know, as they start out, uh, have them interact with cashiers, teachers, firemen. Uh, don't drive the interaction, though. You can encourage a three or four or five-year-old to approach a police officer and just say thanks for serving or just thanks. And as your kids get a little bit older, encourage them to interact, interact with neighbors, uh, maybe even offer to shovel snow or rake leaves just to show neighborly hospitality and, uh, you know, without anything in return. Again, we want to reiterate 
that um, we're not advocating for telling your two-year-old to go hitchhike to daycare. You certainly need to help them learn and recognize risky situations, but those are rare and you don't want to be so risk adverse that you miss out on learning to be hospitable. So to wrap up, as always, we'd prefer uh, if you would subscribe to this podcast if you're finding us for the first time. Um, leave a comment where you consume your podcasts and share with friends. Let people know and uh, where this might be helpful for them as well. And remember, it's not about having good kids. It's about equipping them to become successful adults. Mm-hmm.